Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on April 9th, 2023. Hello, everyone. Happy Easter. I'm recording this on Easter. I don't really celebrate Easter. I did when I was younger. Um, my aunt would do the Easter egg hunt and all of that. But then once we grew out of that, we never really celebrated Easter. <laughs> so I'm just lowly Hindu uh, saying Happy Easter. <laughs> Um, And hopefully everybody's having a wonderful time with their families or whatever they do on Easter. Maybe it's um, your you time, your self-care time where you do whatever the hell you want. But I hope you're having a relaxing day. Let's see what's going on. Uh, This week was a little crazy. I wouldn't say crazy, but weird. I've just been kind of in a funk. Uh, I think that I was good with my the anniversary of my mom's passing. But then once that was over this whole week I felt very ungrounded and antsy and not satisfied with anything and lower threshold of for annoyances and I I also know that that I'm going to be having an increased amount of stress at work um starting from this coming week so I'm sure that has something to do with it And there's also a lot of unknown going on at work, like there's going to be some changes. And I don't know about you, but I don't do well with the unknown. (laughs) And it's something that I'm trying to I'm trying to overcome, I'm trying to be more go with the flow. But that's easier said than done. I mean, I don't do well with change. I don't do well with the unknown. But like, I think very few people are do do well with those things. So I'm not trying to be hard on myself. It's just kind of facts. I think that I'm feeling a certain way because of changes. I think that my grief is kind of a little delayed. And um, I don't know, I'm feeling a little bit more sensitive. I I don't know, I'm trying to, you know, sometimes when you're I'm going to give kind of a hypothetical thing. I don't know about you, but sometimes if I haven't talked to like a friend who I talk to pretty regularly or whatever, um, and I don't hear from them or something, I just make up in my head that, oh, they must be mad at me or something. And knowing that nothing really happened, or if they are mad on me, mad on me. If they are mad at me, it's on them to tell me, right? Like, especially since, I'm thinking I didn't do anything wrong. So that sort of situation is kind of looming in the background. And frankly, if this friend, I said it was hypothetical. It's obviously not hypothetical. If this friend is upset with me, I mean, A, I don't think that that's fair uh, because I've done nothing. And B, if they're not, it's like they're being a little inconsiderate. Um, I also think that this friend can tend to be like a victim I mean look they're they've everybody has gone through hard times but I think that I feel sometimes that this friend feels like they've gone through the hardest time that ever existed on the planet and sometimes that's um that's hard to be around you know especially because what am I going to say like no you haven't had the hardest time on the planet I mean that's not necessarily um I mean, look, you can't compare people's suffering. I think that's the bottom line. But um, it doesn't mean that sometimes like 
I don't feel a little attacked. Um, I don't know. So I'm trying also not to like let it get to me. Um, but you know, I don't really like having any weird feelings towards friends. Um, yeah. And then also there's some, some travel that I'm trying to plan and I don't like being in limbo. So I might just book it myself. I don't know. I have to like figure it out because I'm hopefully traveling with another friend who, you know, is still gathering up the info for her travel. So I don't want to be like pushy, but I just don't do well with not planning. And that's my thing. But also I'm bougie, right? So I'm like, well, I want to buy business class tickets. And um, there's only a limited amount of those. And those are getting sold out. So I kind of need to jump on stuff soon. And I already got the hotel, which I've yet to tell her, because I things were getting sold out and things are getting more and more expensive. And I looked at Airbnbs. I didn't like anything I saw. This is kind of my one international vacation of the year. And yes, I probably shouldn't be. I've been, you know, spending money up the wazoo for nothing, like tattoos, jewelry, and candles, right? Those are my main three things that I spend money on, and I really shouldn't anymore, but I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. This whole year has been different for me out of my whole life, and I think that sometimes I don't feel out of control, but sometimes I feel like not as in control as I usually do. And I like to blame it on the planets and the planetary influences of whatever's happening. I think some event is happening about Pluto that hasn't happened in like 120 years or something. I don't know. Look, astrology is fun. It's, and sometimes it's just fun and games, but I feel some sort of external invisible pull that I can't explain. And I mean, it could just be like me creating a scapegoat so that I don't have um, as much responsibility for my actions. Uh, that could be too, that could be it too. But um, I also think that I I'm just, I don't know, more attuned this year. Something's happening. And I'm I'm enjoying the ride, but it's not making me the most responsible person monetarily. So I got to figure it out. But, you know, I did book the hotel because things are really expensive in Iceland and I didn't want to stay at an Airbnb and, you know, it is what it is. And I, and I can be flexible with the dates again. So it's like, it's kind of silly because I wasn't sure about the dates that I'm traveling yet, but I needed to book something. I think in my head, it's like once you book something, they'll work with you a little bit more if your dates are changing. Like if you already have a reservation, I don't know. I feel like there's probably no advantage, but I don't know. Maybe even locking in a rate. I have no clue, but I needed to do something to make the anxiety, you know, go away. So, you know, bottom line is I feel a little out of sorts today. Uh, it's I felt a little out of sorts this week. Um, Dad is still in better spirits, so I'm grateful for that because it was difficult 
when he was in a low place and being like, I only live for you and I have nothing else to live for. And it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I was telling my therapist about that. And I love my dad. You know how much I love my dad. And he's incredible. He's the best dad I could have ever asked for. But frankly, stuff like that makes me so angry. And I might have said that last week because I don't have any memory. Like once I say stuff on this podcast to the ether, it's like out of my brain and I don't remember what the hell I say. But those statements made me more mad than sad. You know, I was just like, like, you know, if you want to die, then die. You know, (laughs) like, don't do it for me, for God's sakes. And what am I supposed to do with that information? It just felt like such an like Indian thing to say, you know, like an old people Indians are like, oh, what do I have to live for? I don't know. You obviously you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. Maybe my cousin does. But like there's something about I think, you know, in America and like Western countries, I think that you see kind of more independent old people. Right. And if they live in retirement homes, they're social. Apparently, they have a lot of sex there because, you know, retirement homes or nursing homes or whatever are running rampant with STDs because they don't, you know, they don't, they're like, oh, I can't get pregnant. But guess what? You could get gonorrhea. So wrap it up, (laughs) old people. But I, I went off on a tangent. But what I'm saying is that Western old people still have their own lives. And I'm making generalizations. I mean, every elder person is different. You know, I'm probably going to be a woe is me person. But I think that they have a little bit more agency unless their children are evil and they've taken all their money and they just put them in a home. That could be the case too. Um, But I find that like, you know, in Indian culture, usually like it's not unheard of to have the in-laws live with you forever, you know, and you have like generations in one house and um, which I think is a good thing. I, I really would love that, you know, to an extent, but then you also have a lot of people butting into your business all the time. Um, But I do find that like in my experience of like elderly Indian people, they're always, they become kind of like martyrs. And there's nothing more irritating to me than that. Now, I don't, I haven't lived in their shoes. I don't know what it's like to have aches and pains and feel like your body is betraying you. I can only imagine. Um, And maybe I'll become like having that martyr attitude. I'm not sure. But um, it's frustrating to me as like a daughter where my dad isn't that old, you know, and he can still do everything. Um, And when he was down, like he's saying this shit to me. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really react to it. I was just like, well, don't just live for me. And that's not true. And you have so much to live for, which I'm sure I probably said this last week. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. but he's better. <laughs> Bottom line is he's better. I see like my dad again. And at the end of the day, we're all allowed to have these low points. Um, I just sometimes wish that there was, I don't know. You know, when you've been in a three-person unit for so long for your whole life, it is really hard to have one of them gone forever. And I don't know, three people is quite, I mean, you wouldn't think that it's a balancing, balancing dynamic because it can be two against one a lot, but at least our triangle worked really well with all three of us. And 
And at the end of the day, like if I was off doing my own thing, I still knew that they had each other. And I don't know. Um, it's 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 hard. It's hard to be the one to get all the deal with all the thoughts of and feelings of a parent because you're the only one around. I guess that's what I'm saying. But don't feel bad for me, Argentina. I'm fine. And I'm not trying to be a martyr right now. <laughs> God, full circle, guys. I am not a martyr. I won't be. I won't be. Um, and then also, like, underneath all of this, one of my best friends, like, her mother's going through some health stuff. And um, it just not has been an – it has not been an easy road. And it just seems like it's one thing after the next that keeps popping up, like, in – these testing scenarios and I just I I want to be there for her as best as I can but this friend also isn't very um she is very task oriented and um you know let's problem solve and things like that but sometimes I wish she would just share her emotions and but some people aren't like that or they do it in a different way like maybe it's just crying and not really talking about the feelings, but I don't know. I believe that talking about feelings is kind of the best way to get them out, but, you know, that to each their own. So basically, I just want to be there for her. I do believe in my heart of hearts that everything's going to be fine. It's just um, this is a bumpy phase, and it can be very frustrating, but I do think that you know, the level of care that my friend's mom is receiving and going to receive is going to be, you know, some of the best and things are going to be okay. It's just a rough time right now. So I, I just feel a little at a loss, you know, and I think that she was also pretty sensitive and worried to talk to me about it because of, you know, my situation with my mom and her passing. But to me, I'm like, they're two separate situations. Like, it doesn't remind me at all about what was happening with mom. Nothing. Like, it just feels like, oh, my God, of course you need to, like, please lean on me. I want you to lean on me. This, I'm, this is not, I, it doesn't, it's totally separate in my mind. Like, it doesn't trigger me or anything. But, you know, that's why she's one of my best friends, because she's so considerate. Um, I think I'm going to stop there today. I don't have much to add. I, like I said, I'm in a little bit of a weird space. Um, I'm making a roast chicken and, you know, seemingly it's for Easter, but really um, I'm excited to make the roast chicken because the last time I made it, it was delish. And then I'm really excited to take, <laughs> this is what I'm really excited about, to take the carcass of the whole roast chicken and make chicken stock. That is what I'm stoked about because I've never done it before. And so um, I don't think it's going to be difficult, but since I've never done it before, I'm a little nervous, but I'm very excited. So that's my project for today. Um, you know, hope everybody is doing well. Um, I am doing well. Every, everybody on my side is doing well, even though I'm just kind of being a moody bitch. And like I said, I will not be a martyr, but love you all, all two of you in the ether. And I guess I'll just say bye.